This episode is brought to you by New Balance. You don't have to be an elite athlete when you pound the pavement. Whether you've run five marathons or you only run when necessary, whether you're chased by bears, zombies, monsters, the apocalypse is coming, but New Balance will have you covered regardless. Whether you need shoes for comfort, stability, or race day speed, they've got you covered because the only right way to run is your way. New Balance, run your way. Visit newbalance.com slash running to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com, Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. gentle listeners and welcome to go my favorite sports team tyler here your sports master your sports knower your sports knowledge haver haver Mm -hmm. portrayer portrayer yes good uh educator cool good keep going i'm here with uh keep going uh i know sports i played sports i'm fan of sports get closer to the microphone i do everything sports you could imagine yeah he knows everything he's a master of sport keep going i know how to hit balls i know how to put Mm -hmm. balls in holes i know how to keep balls out of holes and out of goals exactly good keep going you got an opportunity for me to play a sport i'm in i'm down i'll throw down and show you how excellent keep going but i'm here with mark who keeps telling me to keep going because he doesn't want to talk or you're something. on a roll keep going no my i'm done <laughs> no <laughs> oh, more okay all right the game's over a Half-time. quitter i see a quitter today's no episode quitter. is about most famous quitters in sports history number one tyler no all right today's episode is a uh one of our primer series oh um, which, if you guys don't know, our primer series is where we talk about a sport, and I teach Mark the ins and outs and how that particular sport works. Ins and outs. There are innings in baseball and outs in baseball. <laughs> Correct. Uh, and right. if you couldn't tell by that, today's primer is about baseball. Yes. I know there are nine innings. Yep. There are four bases. Yes. There are four. You're They're right. First, second, third, and home. Correct. There, that's a base. That's a base. Is the pitcher's mound a base? Technically, no. Is it a secret base? If you charge, is that way they charge the pitcher? If you no, tag that, that, that base, th- no, you win like three points. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's no. a three pointer. No. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, there's a guy on first, second, and third. Correct. There's that guy in between second and third. Correct. There's what, what's that position called? Pass. Okay. <laughs> Continue. I guess there's, you there's can pass. outfielders, three of them. Correct. Left field, left fielder. Yes. Left, left outer fielder. Which side is left field on? The left. Based it's on what perspective? Field. Is it the defender's perspective or is it the offensive player's perspective? Do you call them defenders? Is that what they call them? 
When they're, they're fielders. Okay, I'm they're technically standing on home plate. I'm okay. floating ominously six feet above okay. home plate, looking out upon the field left. Yes, from that, is that correct. perspective. That is correct. A- energy is surging through my forehead. <laughs> Lightning strikes me as I look out upon the field. I picture when you're saying this, I just picture Jamie Foxx from The Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that I am Electro. <laughs> the pitcher looks at me, and I know his secret that the, the pitcher base is there. The mythical pitcher. <laughs> base i shall tag it oh, anyway and, and then there's center field i know yep. that and there's right field correct and the pitcher yeah and the catcher correct i win all right all right that's the end of our primer no this has been the baseball primer. mark mark seems to know a lot of the nuances of baseball we're going to get into more details of that uh-huh. but there are nine players on the field at any given time one two three four five six seven eight nine pitcher Catcher, 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 first base, first base second base, base, third base, base shortstop. Shortstop. Why do they call it the shortstop? I don't know. I'll, look, I'll have to look that up. <laughs> Aha! That master's degree does nothing for you. We focused on so much more nuance no, than No, no, that's as nuanced as it gets. This is the primer. This is where everyone gets basically. This is you, you boil down your college course on baseball, and we're feeding it to people for free. The name comes from where it's located. It's require the player to stop the short side of the field and act as a cutoff for the left and center fielders. The short side of the field? It's the short side of the field because it's away from the majority of where plays take place, I guess. Okay, cool. Yeah, but it's between second base and the third baseman. It's the shortest area because if you think about it, the third baseman's playing in a bit on that direction. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know why it's called the shorts up because they do the same thing with second base and first base. Maybe there was a field like way back in the the Stone Age of baseball. You know, when you had your cave baseball players playing outside of the cave. You know? Oh. Oh. Why it's called a shortstop in baseball. A player by the name of Doc Adams created the position. He played for the New York Knickerbockers. Yes, Knickerbockers. Okay. In 1859. Like old old term for pants. Yes. Right, okay. Uh, Traditionally, eight players would play on baseball field, one player at each base, three outfielders, and a catcher and pitcher. Catcher and pitcher. Catcher and pitcher. That's that's how they used to say pitcher. Due to the high number of right-handed hitters... The large gap between third and second base was massive, so he decided to vacate his outfield position and move closer to what we now know as the shortstop position. So there used to be two people in the left field? No, there used to not be that position at all. It used to be eight players. So oh. just be your first, second, and third baseman, and then right. three outfielders. Okay. So because there was constantly people were hitting into that gap between third and second base, because right-handed hitters will predominantly pull the ball mm-hmm. in the direction of that they're hitting. Well, that just sounds like they should have done a strategic move with the center fielder and had him, like, he was closer and he could play either. It just sounds like someone complained a lot and been like, I need another gun. They were so belligerent that they just was like, okay, Ted, you can have it. You can have it. Well, sports evolves. Sports evolves. Whatever name they had when they first played baseball, like Greek or something. This is an American pastime game. This is an American game. I'm sure game. they were hitting balls with sticks way, but what about cricket? Cricket is like the grandfather to some degree of baseball. Their rules are actually so distinctly different that it's like they're related in the sense of how it's played, but the way that points are accrued versus runs, uh-huh. it's actually quite different. What about Blurns ball? I've never heard of that. Are you making it up? <laughs> this, no, I am not. And people listening at home can attest that I am not making that up. It will be invented in the year 2,800 and <laughs> something, something. But it's real. Well, it, it blurred ball. I didn't make that up. 
The what? I think you did. No, I didn't. You can look up Blurns Ball. Look up B-L-U-R-N-S-B-A-L-L. Blurns Ball. Yeah. You took it from something in the future that was invented. Exactly. As a part of a show. Uh-huh. In Futurama. Yes. Where's the mistake I made? Nowhere. Thank you. I'll take my points. It doesn't exist. Nowhere! Outside of a show. Okay, fine. We'll save right. that for the fictional game episode. So for baseball, we're going to focus on Major League Baseball, which okay. is predominantly known even across the world. Is there different baseball? College baseball has slightly different rules. Why does college always have slightly different rules? Well, it has to do with like the learning curve and various stuff along those lines. It's distinctly the same. The difference is in college ball, they all play basically by the American League rules where you have a designated hitter instead of forcing the pitcher to hit. You talked about this before, the whole concept of it. Yeah, it was in our pitcher. episodes that never got aired. It was when we were learning the concept right, of Right, 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 right. Which, Will, you can go back and grab some of that right now if you want. Nah, no. Nah. No, delete it. Purge it. Out of existence. <laughs> Because clearly I've already forgotten if we talked about baseball at all. I don't remember anything. It, it was briefly. It wasn't uh, mm. a real long thing. Uh. So there are two divisions in baseball. Okay. Uh, I don't know if they're called divisions. It's or major and minor, conferences. right? No, major there's two minor. conferences. No, major and minor is a different thing. What is that thing? Because there's minor leagues that are the minor league players. They're not playing on the major league teams. They're like the farm program. The farm program? Yeah. The, yeah so they take a player out to the farm and you hear the cocking of a shotgun. <laughs> no. Don't worry, you're going to play baseball, no. Big Billy. The way baseball works is when you draft a player, they're not immediately on your, your roster unless you want them on your major league roster. So you have minor league teams that basically allow you to have seasons and training uh -huh. to then farm players to the point to where they get to a point to where their skill level is where you're like, okay, you can play in the majors now. If you put a baseball in the ground and you water it, will a baseball player no. pop out of the... You didn't let me finish. Will no. You didn't let me finish. I don't need to let you finish. I know where you're going. <laughs> will a baseball player pop out of the ground? No. What if you put a baseball player below the baseball <laughs> and then put a baseball on top of him and bury him. I would hope he'd get out of the ground, otherwise he'd have a dead person <laughs> on the ground. It's not a plant a baseball and a baseball player will come. It's This is not Field of Dreams plant a baseball farm. Is like that, Field of Dreams is actually Is that what Field of Dreams was about? Uh, it's if you build it, he will come. He? Yeah, that's the actual quote. The Mandala effect is the part where they will come. Because the whole story of Field of Dreams is basically it's a son who Isn't has a farm. Is it the Mandela effect? Or is it, is is it that a Mandela? Manda, na, Mandala? Mandela. Mandela. Mandala. Mandala. I don't remember how it's said. There's a person with a name that's very similar to it, and I might have put their name in there instead oh, of the God. actual effect. <laughs> the effect is spreading. <laughs> but the story is about this farmer who basically... Why am I talking about this? I don't know. This the is the baseball farm. primer. Right. Field of Dreams is an iconic baseball movie. Okay, understood. But there are two... Conferences. Conferences in Major League Baseball. You have the AL, the American League, and the NL, which is the National League. The distinction between American League and National League is the American League has designated hitters, so their pitchers don't have to hit. They don't have to come up to the, the plate with a bat and try and hit. Okay. They have big hits McGee or, or something like that, a big, strong guy who doesn't need to play a fielding position, he who just only hits the hits? ball. Yeah. That's why you called him Big Hits McGee back before. It's like he's just designated as When designated did we talk hitter. about that? It's, I don't remember that it's at in all. It's a previous episode. We'll put it in. <laughs> Is it a previous episode? It's not. No, it's not an episode. Previous recording. Wow. 
My memory's bad. <laughs> a pitcher doesn't get batting practice because they're pitching batting practice. So they instead want to put a power hitter there that can't field necessarily in that spot for the pitcher without having to... Oh, Switch so this guy literally out. only hits balls. Correct. There's a guy in baseball in the American League. Correct. That just is ball hit. Yeah, and he's just he's just a batter. There's ball throw man. Yes. Ball throw man, ball hit man. So where does this guy stay? Do we? Does he, he like? He sits emerge? in the dugout when they're on defense. Does he like and he come out of the ground like right by the batter base. <laughs> no, but that would be pretty. That'd be pretty cool. That would be pretty cool. Like, okay, I don't think that's cool in that like designated hitter. Like, oh, this is Hitty McGee. Holy. <laughs> Who has hit balls day in, day out, which I imagine is exactly what Eddie McGee do. But also Pitchy McGee over there, all he do is throw balls day in, day out. Like, it's kind of kind of stupid, right? All the other guys have to do double the job. But, oh, pitchers, his throwing arm's too precious. He can't possibly hit. He's not good enough. Well, get good. Practice double is hard. So, like, what is this? What is this Pitchy McGee doing? Is it like, what was it? Like, originally it was some pitcher being like, well, I'm not as good, but these guys can't throw. So, you know, if everyone should bat, everyone should throw. Make them all rotate out their positions. It's like musical chairs, but for baseball. Pick a base. You know, that could actually work because there's nine players and nine endings in a regular baseball game. Yes, exactly. Let's mix this shit up. You want more hits? Get the guy bad at hitting and bad at pitching together and boom. You got home runs left and right. Maybe <laughs> it would be interesting, though. If everyone had to do every job, at some point in the game, you would have well-rounded players that understand the plight of the people in the outfield. And then those lonely sons of bitches who are 400 or so odd feet out into the whatever get to have friends up in the front. Yeah. All right. So the American League has a designated hitter who does not need to play a fielding position on defense that is literally just hits the ball. Okay. Usually they're able to play a fielding position because when the NL and uh, AL play each other, uh-huh. they play by the home team's rules. This is important in the world series okay because each side each conference has one team get to the world series to represent their team okay and whoever's home stadium they're in they play by that league's rules okay so then by that logic there still wouldn't be a designated hitter because the team that plays by the rules of having a designated hitter when they play over there the pitcher has to hit correct but more often than not they don't play each other but they still have to learn to hit so in effect well they have to learn to field because they already know how to hit. They're just a hitter. But the pitcher, I'm talking about like the pitcher oh, has right. to learn to hit anyway. So no matter what, those positions don't exist. It's like Schrodinger's pitcher. <laughs> Schrodinger's hit a hitter. They have to hit anyway, so they have to learn to hit to be good enough to hit anyway. So it's in effect, they just get a break every now and then. But they still have to do it. It's not every now and again because the majority of the season is they're playing by their own rules in oh, the American Oh, it's League. only in the big game. Yeah, it's only once they get to the World Series or when they have interconference play, which is a small portion of the season where they play each other. Okay, so they still have to hit. It's Schrodinger's hit. Sure. <laughs> We're, we're going to go with Schrodinger's <laughs> which um, baseball uh-huh. is a very unique sport in the fact that they play 162 games in a season. Good God. Yeah. That's like every day. 162 games in a season. Yeah. Why? Because each team is made up of more than nine players. Their roster in and of itself is 26 players big. So you have nine players who field at any given time. You can't have a 10th player suddenly play on the field, but you switch out. 
like players will switch out throughout the term of a game. Like a, a starting pitcher on average is pitches about five and a half, six innings. Okay. So that's the pitcher you start the game with. Do they get tired? Do they need a nap? Well, yeah. If you're throwing a ball 100 plus miles per hour and throwing curveballs and changeups and stuff like that, your arm gets fatigued and it can cause injury, which is why they have pitch counts that count the number of pitches they throw. Sounds like and they at that point to they tend get to switch tougher out. arms. <laughs> well, in the, back in the day, they used to all pitch the full game. It was oh, yeah. usually didn't. Take oh, did they out. get like tired toward the end? So that's why at the end of games, a lot more, more hits happen. Hits, hits happen, possibly. Yeah. yeah. So in today's day and age of baseball, a lot of times the pitcher only goes about six innings ah. on the starting pitcher, and then they bring in uh, a the setup closer. man. There's there's like there's different designations of long relief. The closer is the final inning. Ooh. There's so a, there's a person just for that. Yeah, usually. Why? The eighth inning is called the setup man. The the ninth inning is called the closer, and he only pitches the one inning usually. Is he good? This is modern baseball. It's real weird how they do that, but. Huh. So there's there's uh, three designations that come out of the bullpen. These are where all your backup pitchers are because they'll warm up during the game in the bullpen. Mm-hmm. It's a part in the field where you have your backup catcher and your backup pitcher, mm-hmm. and they warm up before they come in. Right. So then you don't have them coming out on the field and warming up because the starting pitcher will warm up on the mound of the actual field before the game. Okay, where the secret fifth base is. Sure. <laughs> You keep There's no that. fifth base. You keep there. saying that. The, the, the legends are It's true. called the pitching rubber. No. What? <laughs> That's literally what it's called. It's called the pitching rubber. Why is it called that? Because it's the contact you have to maintain when you throw a pitch from the base, and it's just a strip of rubber oh. that you push off of. Ooh, I didn't know that. Yeah. You have to have a foot on it? Correct. So as so you do it is your... a base, because that's what they have to do for so, bases. <gasps> so here's the thing. In order for a pitcher, say, uh, a runner's on base, on first base, uh-huh. and you want to pick him off, like he's taking a lead off to try and steal second, Okay, which is when he moves uh, a few shuffles away from I, the base. I, but the audience might not. Okay, you're right. Okay, you're right. So the the base runner who gets on base after they make a hit or a walk or whatever, uh-huh. which we'll get into later, sure, gets on base and they have to they lead off to try and steal second as the pitch gets thrown to to the catcher. Okay, so they can run to second and get there before the ball gets there. You lost me. Can you make it a little simpler language? Runner on base. Okay. Pitcher on rubber. <laughs> okay. Pitcher step off rubber can throw first. Why? Because he stepped off. So he no pitch. He no pitch. He no go pitch. He throw first. Trick possible? It's pickoff move. When decide do. Whenever they want. But if pitcher on rubber and pitcher show motion towards home plate and throw first, balk. Runner advance. Balk? Yeah. Never heard of a balk. It's where a pitcher misleads the base runner into thinking that they're going home. And they throw somewhere else instead. The runner gets a free advance. In that so space. what if I'm the pitcher? Okay. There's a guy on first. Okay. And he's, what'd you call edging? He's not edging. <laughs> edging leading off. Leading off. <laughs> he's leading off towards second. And he's shuffling. He's doing a little dance. Really yep. wide squat. They're basically He's basically doing the splits in between first and second. What if, like, my foot's on, both my feet are on the rubber. Mm-hmm. And what if I do a quick hop and shuffle and, like, split my legs, hit, and then chuck to first? Is that okay? That's a lot. What if I hop in the air and chuck it? As long as you've not showed that you were throwing home, uh-huh. you are able to throw the first. What if I do a sweet front flip and throw it while I'm upside down? But I was facing home, 
but I twist in midair and throw it first. I am unclear if that would be a balk or if it would be allowed. All right, we'll have to try it. For all of you baseball pitching professionals listening to this, please try that in the next game. <laughs> all right, so let's get back to the basic of the game. We because are in the basics question. of the game. So <laughs> I'm sorry. the start of the game, you have your you have your nine fielders. You okay. have your pitcher, your catcher, your first baseman, your second right. baseman, your shortstop, your third short. baseman, your left fielder, your right fielder, and your center fielder. Okay. So you have your nine players there. And you have your one hitter, your two hitter, your three hitter. So you have a lineup uh-huh. of nine players who are all on the field, unless you're in the American League where the pitcher's not on there and the designated hitter's in, uh-huh. which they can technically use the designated hitter for any position, but more often than not, it's the pitcher. Okay. The leadoff batter is what's called the first batter in the lineup, comes up to the plate. Mm-hmm. All right. And the pitcher will throw the ball and it has to go over the plate and within a zone between your knees and your nipples. That's literally the strike really? zone. Wow. Your knees and your nips. That's the strike zone. Is that why umpires can get bad calls? Because they know that particular player's nipples are like up at shoulder height. <laughs> it's a relative. They, they, they get a picture of everyone on the team before the game starts and they spread it like a scroll and they're like, aha, high tits, big hitter, McGillicuddy. <laughs> Uh, no, no. And his knees are like down by his calves. He's just tried to hide it with long pants. But you know, you can't hide that from the umpire. And, they know. And that's based on standing position. So if you crouch down and try and make that small, it doesn't count. It's based on your standing position. It's always that zone. Oh. So like So it's based on the posture of that particular person because if someone's posture, so they got like their back is arched and their tips are to the sky. It's a relative term. In Major League Baseball, they have a designated strike zone that's not Listen, predicated on everything. You tell player. me that that's literally what it is. I'm gonna take your word for that's it. That's the way that's the way it has always been described to okay, me. Okay, okay. Is the strike zone. Okay. But there's an area in that area, which is an area what, within what, that area. What defends the width though? The plate, the home plate. Oh, okay. So the home plate's width is uh, the width, and then the the zone in between there is basically just the height. Right. So we're looking at what is considered the most prominent hitting area, hmm. and it's called the strike zone. Okay. And if the ball passes you and you don't hit it as the batter, mm. it's a strike. Strike. If you hit it into the field of play, you better be running to first base to try and get on base before they throw it to first mm-hmm. or before they catch it. If it's caught in the air on a fly, it's an out. You are out. You don't right. reach base. Gotcha. If it's a grounder and they throw it to first and they tag the bag with the ball before you get there, that's an out. I'm going to need a slow. Pitch throw. Uh-huh. Batter hit. Uh-huh. Infield. Infield. Player pick up. Okay. Throw first. Throw first. There before you. Okay. You out. Okay. Player hit ball. Uh-huh. On ground. Uh-huh. Player pick up ball. Uh-huh. Throw first. Uh-huh. Miss completely. Okay. You safe. All right. Player hit ball in air. Uh-huh. Player catch. Uh-huh. Out. Out. Okay. Wow, that, you're getting better at those, those dumbed explanations. <laughs> you're getting real good at that. But the other way you can get out is if you strike out. If a pitcher throws the ball past you three times. Three times. And the catcher catches it mm-hmm. all three times, mm-hmm. you okay. strike out. Gotcha. If the catcher doesn't catch the third strike and it drops to the ground, uh-huh. you have an opportunity to run to first. The catcher has oh. to either tag you or throw it to first to get you out. That's why sometimes you'll see a catcher in Major League Baseball realize they dropped the third strike and they'll scramble, pick it up, and then just touch the player oh. so that they're out. Interesting. But, okay, wouldn't it be easier 
for the catcher to say, oopsie, poopsie, I dropped it, and then throw to first quickly. Not always. In Major League Baseball, they don't always run. Uh, but um, it gives, basically, in order for the completion of the play, and this is in traditional baseball rules, uh, the ball has to be caught. Okay. And the, the reason for that, it's the same thing for when, if you're thrown to first, the first baseman has to have the ball in the glove. Uh, so for a completed out, by definition, the ball has to be completed in somebody's glove. Okay. Or in somebody's hand. So yeah. if it hits the ground, it's on the ground on the third strike. Uh-huh. That's why they have to scramble, pick it up, and then tag the person out or throw it to first. Right. Okay. And often it's easier to tag them if they're not trying to run. Okay. Uh, if they start running and the catcher can't just immediately reach them, they'll just throw it to first. Understood. But it just gives the batter that extra opportunity to maybe make it uh, to first on a play. Okay. There was a whole, like last year, there was a whole uproar about this rule because somebody lost a perfect game as a pitcher, which means you have nobody reach base whatsoever Uh and you pitch the full game all nine innings so no runs allowed nobody has reached base and no score so they they get zero runs zero men on base zero hits um zero walks that's a perfect game if you completely blank the other team Uh it's a perfect game in all statistical categories so someone lost that how they lost their their shot at a perfect game because of the third strike rule where the catcher dropped the ball and they wildly they missed the first base oh. and the guy reached base, which then ruined the perfect game. Oh. And th- there are a bunch of people that are upset about that rule because it's like they think it's dumb. Uh-huh. I think it's fair. I think it should Boy, stay. The catcher dropped the ball. Exactly. It's his job and to catch. He didn't make the throw. Like it, It's like those kind of qualifications or uh, not qualifications, but like exceptions. I see how the shortstop became a thing because yeah. people complained and it happened. And then the, the you have to touch the rubber thing before you throw because uh, you were looking like you were throwing a home base they changed they made an exception so like i could see this like leading to another exception the catcher's job is to catch i don't even know baseball but i know a catcher he's called a catcher if he don't catch he didn't catch yeah that's just how it goes so the pitcher has basically there there are three strikes and four mm-hmm. balls yeah if they throw four balls which means they're not in the strike zone and the batter doesn't swing because mm-hmm. if you swing at a ball outside the strike zone and you miss it's a strike okay but if which you don't is weird because it's called a strike but you didn't strike well it's not within the strike zone but you swung which uh, means it's like you missed i'm so just you're talking about strikes in general like oh. the name strike strikes me as odd oh <laughs> It's, well, think about it as like striking a name out, striking letters, you know, striking words. That's why language is dumb. Anyway, you're right. It's all invented. <laughs> but so you have three strikes until mm-hmm. you're out or yep. four balls for a walk. Mm-hmm. Foul balls, which if you hit the ball and it doesn't go within the field of play, it's outside right. the lines. Mm-hmm. It's called a foul ball. If you already have two strikes on you, it doesn't add a third strike. Okay. But if you have zero strikes on you, it adds a strike. If you have two, one strike on you, it adds the second strike. Cool. Now I have an incredibly important question that I've yeah. wondered the entire time I've ever seen baseball on the TV. And this has like plagued me for literally all my life. Okay. So this is a very important question. Yeah. And I want you to really think about the answer because I've tried to puzzle it out and I've never been able to figure it out. Okay. Is the strike on the left when it's num- the numbers? Is the strike on the left or is the strike on the right? Because <laughs> I can't figure it out and I've looked so hard and I can't understand which one is the strike and which one's the ball. <laughs> Tyler, do you not know? Just no I know the answer. Know? I know the answer. I really don't know. I I, I honestly, truly have it's no It's balls idea. and then strikes. Balls are on the left? Yeah. Why? 
That doesn't make any sense. That's what I, because I keep looking at it like, ah, obviously strikes would be on the left. Why is balls on the left? I don't know why they designated that way, but that's how you get into a three-two count, which is called a full count. That see, an and and two pitch is no balls, two strikes. That it doesn't make any sense. My that's my brain doesn't want that to be true. To be fair, the way that I remember uh-huh. is because of umpiring. It's it's it flows off your tongue better. So when you say balls and then strikes instead of strikes and then balls. It's like three balls, no strikes. Three balls, no strikes. Three strikes, no balls. It's just hey, as easy either way. It, uh, I it just in my head, it's balls and then strikes. It just <laughs> then again, it's in then again, I played baseball. Maybe, maybe that's time. way. If, if if there's no balls, you can, the catcher could be like, no balls, no balls, <laughs> no balls, no balls. <laughs> but it's balls and then strikes. Okay, that's so an O2 pitch, which is a pitch when the count is zero balls, two strikes, mm. is a a pitch that could strike him out. Okay, gotcha. All right, I feel like we've covered 1% of baseball. This episode is brought to you by New Balance. You don't have to be an elite athlete when you pound the pavement. Whether you've run five marathons or you only run when necessary, whether you're chased by bears, zombies, monsters, the apocalypse is coming. But New Balance will have you covered regardless. Whether you need shoes for comfort, stability, or race day speed, they've got you covered. Because the only right way to run is your way. New Balance. Run your way. Visit newbalance.com running to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. You know, all those subscription websites, they just hide those charges from you. They're hidden and repetitive and you forget about them. Oh, I know exactly which websites you're talking about. The ones that you like to go to. You do? I've literally spent so long digging through my finances. Rocket Money can help cancel your subscriptions. You're saying Rocket Money is a personal finance app that helps and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so you can grow grow your savings? Absolutely, yes. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses? Uh-huh, yeah. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate lower bills for me? Up to 20%? Maybe. But for our listeners, definitely yes. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash sportsteam. That's R-O-C-K-E-T-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash S-P-O-R-T-S-T-E-A-M. That's rocketmoney.com slash sports team okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can hop into my all-new hyundai santa fe and hit the road with available h-track all-wheel drive and three-row seating my whole family can head deep into the wild conquer the weekend in the all-new hyundai santa fe visit hyundaiusa.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Home base, isn't that like a, a it's like a, a pentagon or something like that, right? It's a triangle added to a square. <laughs> I don't even know what to call that. It's a pentagon, five sides. <laughs> pentagon is five sides. It doesn't have to be, it's not a oh, symmetrical pentagon, okay, but it's a pentagon, there. right? Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm going to look it up. Is it called, it's a, it's a house. It looks like a it house. It looks like a house, yes. Wait, wait, hang on. Does it, is that just my brain filling it in like a child's drawing of a house? It is. It's home. It looks like yeah, <laughs> especially yeah. when you're running towards it from third base. You'd be looking at it with the pointy end of the tip. Oh, my home God. base. Well, the point points towards the catcher, so it's 
like the arrow, it tells the pitcher where to no, throw the no. ball. Oh, yeah, because the pitcher wouldn't know otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Okay, all right. Anyway, speaking of the bases, uh, the bases, the four bases, not the pitcher's rubber, are uh-huh. 90 feet apart. All right, so 90 feet from home plate to first base, 90 feet between first base and second base, 90 feet from second to third, and then third to home. So it creates a a square that's 90 feet along the edges. Okay, hold on. 90 squared plus 90 squared. Okay, okay, and then square root of that. Oh, what was that number? Divide that by two. Okay, so that means it's 63.64 feet from first base or third base or second base to the mythical fifth base no. on the pitcher's mound. No, the pitcher's mound is 60 feet no, and six I inches am, from home plate. I am technically... 60 feet and six inches? Yeah, 60 feet, six inches from home plate. That's where the pitcher's mound is. Okay, you said that home plate to first place was 90 feet, It's not correct? perfectly in the center. The pitcher's mound is not perfectly in the center. Oh, well, that's dumb. You said there was a nice <laughs> symmetry in baseball. This seems like it's asymmetrical all over the place. It's it's, it's the pitcher's mound. You, they need it close enough to have you know high velocity, make it hard to hit, but far enough to where people don't die from the ball coming off the bat, which is actually the biggest safety hazard that exists in baseball is when the ball comes rocketing off a bat straight at the pitcher. But it's fine. Uh, 60 feet and six inches has away. Has anyone ever died from that? Yes. I don't oh, think anyone God. in Major League Baseball, but in youth baseball, they added like added protection. There's a chest protector for pitchers. Uh-huh. Um, and the big reason for this is, and this is the really the problem, is they use aluminum bats so the ball comes off so much harder than a wooden bat like in Major League Baseball. Yeah. Granted, kids don't have the same amount of power as Major League Baseball players. So, Well, some kids probably don't. Yeah. Most kids, maybe. But, you know, there's that one, like, freak of nature, <laughs> like, kindergartner that's seven feet tall and... 400 pounds yeah the guy the kid that's been held back from school 10 grades you know he's just no no an 18 year old playing with 10 year olds (laughs) (laughs) oh my god no but people have gotten hit in the chest from a ball and it uh, literally hit them and made their heart stop oh my god that's happened in baseball there's also the times where a ball has come off the bat and hit somebody in the dome that happened to my brother well he's alive i want to clarify but but it, it, we were playing like backyard baseball way way long ago and he was pitching and it wasn't even like it was fast like we were kids but like i said that seven foot tall 400 pound freak of nature wailed that ball and it went right into my brother's chest and i remember as a kid i was like oh my god he's dead oh no <laughs> but he was fine that's good he was tough he just he just like he crumpled and then he got up and he was like ow and then he kept playing literally like the comical ow and then kept going no one said anything yeah so there there have been rule changes in baseball for that safety purpose mm-hmm. um as far as i'm concerned the reason like people don't use wood bats in youth sports is because wood bats break and uh, and so the issue with that is the cost right uh-huh. and so they created aluminum bats but then for college they had the regular aluminum bats like they do anywhere else in high school and then they changed that to make that has to be a specific bat that has dampening in it to have it try and replicate a wooden bat so that it doesn't rock it off like it did when we were kids and people got hit really hard and had injuries and stuff mm-hmm. okay well that's 
good rule changes, I suppose. What were we talking about? <laughs> oh, we were talking about the distance from... We started with the, the, the right, distance from sorry, the Right, sorry, I got on a tangent. So, I apologize. You know how in, like, uh, the NFL, they have, like, the NFL Combine and stuff like that? Where they no, test... What oh, what is that? Oh, <laughs> The Combine, like, from Half-Life 2? No. <laughs> what? <laughs> they test the athletes, like, weight and, and do drills and speed tests, like a three-cone drill and stuff like that, to see how promising they are before they get drafted. So they test speed, okay. they test strength with, like, a bench press they test endurance right they have them run drills that are spe position specific that sort of stuff you know how <laughs> this is going to sound really bad this probably should get cut out but uh -huh. you know how you go to like um a farm show where people are showcasing like their hogs and there's a hog competition for which one's the the meatiest <laughs> and the strongest <laughs> and the best for butcher the prime cut of beef right uh-huh yeah and then well, that you said one... hog and beef wait what is it what is it tyler Reveal well the they truth. do it for cows too okay sure yeah and so it's one of those things where they're like sent in and they do the measurements and everything and they're it's picking which is going to be the best cut the best thing and then uh -huh. whichever one it is sells for the most and they slaughter it and pack it up and people eat eat it uh, i i think actually what happens is when they do those shows it's not quite that because that prime one would be sold for breeding rights right no that's i mean if it was horses yeah but not no not they it. wouldn't I, why wouldn't they i mean okay all right all oh, the whole meat industry is fucked uh, from top to bottom and horrible but this is like in traditional practices of of uh animal rearing would you not take the one that has the best cut like the best meat the best musculature like the best thing and you would make it make more of that particular animal it's, it would seem like a waste otherwise yeah you would think so but no people are selfish and if they buy it they okay so at this mythical compound you're talking about which is it are they slaughtering them and eating no, them afterwards no, no, no. or are they're, they they're... setting them up for a breeding program <laughs> <laughs> which is it it can only neither, be one. neither <laughs> they're finding out which one's the best that's going to perform for the team uh-huh it'd be the best know... athlete <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> anyway, getting off this topic, don't put this part in there. <laughs> no, put it in. <laughs> no. Will, put it in. Um, going back to where, anyway, so they, you know of the 40-yard dash in football. I do, actually. Yes, I do. Well, they do a 60-yard dash in baseball, and I ran a really good 60-yard dash when I, this is when I initially hurt my knee. Uh -huh. I ran a 60-yard dash, which is the distance from, it would be from home plate to second base, which is the most common, like, multi-base hit you hit is a double, because it's only one additional base. Like, a single is getting to first, a double is getting to second, a triple is to third, a oh, home run is... I getting it all the way around. okay i understand because you said it's 60 yards right 120 yards is and around all 90 feet okay i was 90 like feet, 60 yep. 90 okay 90 feet 90 feet 180 that's 60 yards is 180 feet okay i'm good i'm good, I'm good. <laughs> anyway the 60 yard dash is the main measurement because it's the most common running distance in baseball okay. because if you're an outfield like running 60 yards is like the max amount you're gonna run for the most part before you run into another fielder that is closer to the play okay so when they test players they do a 60 yard dash i ran mine in like 6.6 .6 something which was really fast back in the day i'm not fast anymore but i wanted to improve my time and that's when i hurt my knee as i found a hole in the outfit anyway 60 yard dash is a double you run a double that's how it works mm -hmm. yeah because okay. it's 90 feet which is 30 yards between each play you know it I, why am i explaining? i'm what i'm listening i haven't said anything <laughs> i haven't even interrupted you why are you getting mad at me anyway the game is played nine innings uh -huh. all right there are 
three outs per part of the inning. So each mm. inning has a top and bottom. Nine innings, mm. like top of the first, top of the first y- inning. You okay, man? You need a break. <laughs> <laughs> you all right? Listen, listen. Games played in nine innings. There's uh-huh. two halves to each inning, a top uh-huh. and a bottom. The top right. of top of an inning is usually the home team, and actually, this not usually, this is always. The home team is fielding the defense. They have all their fielders out. They got the nine players. They got the pitcher. They got the catcher. They got first, second, third, shortstop, uh, left field, right field, and center field. All right? Mm-hmm. The home team fields that to start the game, first inning. Mm-hmm. Every time, top of every inning, they're on defense. All right. And the away team is batting. All right. Uh-huh. And then the bottom of the inning, they switch. So then the away team's playing the fielding positions and the home team is batting. Okay. I'm All right. following. All right. And then there's three outs per each top and bottom. Isn't there a na- I feel like there's, there's a name for this. It's not an inning. Three outs per top? What's the word? There, there, there's a word, right? It's... They don't call it the half of the inning, do they? Uh... What do they call it? What is one half of an inning called? Okay. First half inning? They do call it that? The top I, half that's of the, the inning? That's the thing that makes the most that's, sense. That's Top horrible. half, bottom half. Yeah. This is horrible. The no, first it's half th- inning is called the top half of the inning. The second half inning, the bottom half. I'm like, I get that. But also. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Three uh, outs per half of the inning. Okay. All it's right. really three outs per inning because each team, like, that's how it's usually described. And the reason for that is because each inning is broken into two halves. And when you talk about baseball, you talk about only one half of the inning because mm-hmm. you're talking about each team. Yeah. So each team has to get three outs when they're on defense or the inning continues, right? Okay. So nine players bat, uh-huh. nine players field, mm-hmm. and each batting. So the the great thing about baseball is like it's both a team sport and kind of an individual sport mm-hmm. because when you're up at the plate, there's only one person that goes up, right? Right. And it's them versus the pitcher and the catcher in that moment. Mm-hmm. Except for the guy in the hole. Wait, no, on deck. Wait. Well, there's Isn't on there, deck there, and there... then in the hole. On deck right, is the next right. batter up, and the hole is the batter up after the on deck batter. Okay, so you got a dude in a hole. No. <laughs> And you got a dude on a deck and the guy batting. But they're not on the field. They're just getting ready. Well, on deck is technically in the foul territory in a batter's box, which is really a batting circle in Major League Baseball. It's usually a logo that's on the field. Anyway. Is that the... Is that the sixth base? No, no, Mark, no. <laughs> Is the hole like? Does it have a tunnel that leads down underneath the pitcher's mound to get to the true fifth base? No, no. There's a bullpen where pitchers stay, whereas there's the dugout where the rest of the team is. Wait, they separate the pitchers from the team? They're they're all together as a part of the team, but the bullpen, the pitchers are out in the outfield usually, or wherever the bullpen is. Sometimes they're off to the side, but more often than not, they're like out in the outfield, and the catchers are usually out there too the backup catchers are they picking dandelions no no so they warm up and so they they when they're called because they they want to switch out pitchers they have a space to warm up they're throwing practice throws and doing all of that okay it's not on the field correct it's out of the field of play all right it may you made it sound like they were just like up running circles around the outfielders being like you can't catch and then skipping rope anyway ignore me all right continue so there's three strikes per out or if they get tagged out at a base if they hit the ball into the field of play. If the ball goes into foul territory and you have 
no strikes on you, it counts as a strike. But once you have two strikes on you, if you foul the ball off, it doesn't count as a strike. But if you foul tip it, say your bat barely touches the ball and the catcher catches it, you're out. Okay. Or if the ball is hit into foul territory and somebody catches it, you're also out. Okay. And it has to be caught before it hits the ground. If it's a ground ball where the ball hits straight into the ground and just rolls mm-hmm. and goes foul, you, you can't get an out that way. All right. There's four balls, so if the, the pitcher throws the ball outside of the strike zone and the batter doesn't swing, and that happens four times within a an at-bat, which is when there's one batter up to plate, mm-hmm. they get to move to first. If the batter gets hit by the ball, as long as they're not putting their body over top of home base into the strike zone, uh-huh. that's a free base. Okay, so what, and this is actually a serious question. You're going to think I'm being ridiculous, but I'm actually curious. What happens if the batter gets hit so hard they can't get to first base they are able to sub in a runner for the injured batter okay okay i I was wondering if there was like some ceremony i know there's a lot of like superstitions in baseball oh my god yeah so i and like a lot of like paying respect so if someone gets hit you know hopefully no one's jeering or cheering or anything like that and i was thinking like maybe if they get knocked unconscious they get them on a stretcher and just run them around the bases (laughs) you know for the sake of the crowd did you know that in baseball it's frowned upon to like ever touch the spot that you got hit or rub it or act like it like it hurts (laughs) like it's 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 this all it's it's like toxic masculinity right Mm -hmm. you can't act like you're hurt it's like you know, you got to get up and shake it off, rub some dirt on it without rubbing dirt on it. Like, it's a thing where if you get hit by the ball, you just got to take it like a champ and walk to first base. All right. <laughs> so you could have an internal brain bleed and you're just like, ah, I got to rub some dirt in my brain. Well, they wear helmets, uh, Mark. <laughs> oh, right. Of course. They do. <laughs> right, right. Okay. But the pitchers don't. No, the pitchers don't. Do the outfielders? No. Do the basemen? No. Shortstop. No. Catcher? No. Well, yeah. <laughs> you almost got oh, it. which is it? Which is it? <laughs> the catcher wears a whole bunch of protective gear. They've got like a super face mask metal. That's like a hockey mask. Yeah, yeah. So like the same kind of similar thing to what the hockey goalie wears. Um, uh-huh. Chest pad, uh, like shin guards. They're called shin guards. They're hard plastic. Mm-hmm. Um, protect your shins and stuff. They wear a cup. I would hope so. <laughs> yeah, they're decked out. Same with the umpire. The umpire has protection and a, a chest protector and shin guards and all of that as well. Right, right, right. Because, I mean, I mean these pitchers are throwing like hundreds of miles an hour, 90s, hundreds, when they, they throw. Yeah, absolutely. Like, they, they throw curveball, they throw sliders, they throw God. knuckleballs. Like, you, you know what would help with a umpire making better strike calls? Why don't, you know, because it's a metal mesh in front of them. Mm-hmm. Why don't they put a rectangle on that metal mask in the shape of the strike zone and they just either step back a little or forward for like the particular batter there? And then he's always got a reference there of what is technically correct. You're a genius. Is it wouldn't that make sense? Well, it's, only... me- it's metal wires in front of them, so make one of them a rectangle, so he has a rough guide, and they can make custom ones versus like the umpire, depending on like their facial distance. They just do some calculations, and they're like, okay, if you stand right here and look at that, and this batter is here, you, you that would be the strike zone. I think the concern in that is how big that hole would have to be, possibly, and then each umpire, like you look over the shoulder of the catcher usually to try and get as low as possible, mm-hmm. trying to get the angles right, I th- and then everybody's face is different. 
different and the distance that sits off their face, location on their face, like it'd have to be completely customized. Why don't you go even further, make it a hard plastic, but with an like an augmented reality front to it? I like the idea of the augmented reality. That would be good. Yeah. And then you could get a camera feed that would have umpire vision and you would know exactly what he was looking at and you could tell if he was an idiot or paid off or just like doesn't know how to play baseball. Or if he blinked. Or if he blinked. Is that possible? Yeah. Do umpires blink? I thought they had their <laughs> lids surgically removed. No, they gotta blink. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. That makes sense. Then they'd have a whole other issue because the dust in baseball dries out like your skin. I can't imagine how bad it is for your eyes. <laughs> That's why umpires, you know, you, they, they burn out after a few games. You gotta like, like all the baseball. I know they like change out baseballs all the time. So it's like, yeah, I got a new umpire. Chuck him out in the bin. Get a new one in there. <laughs> Cut off his eyelids. <laughs> Well, I mean, there's there's an issue in baseball of people wanting to, like, review plays and added technology and different stuff like that that's more uh, a problem in and of itself. So, mm. I mean, running into bringing technology and basically you're slowing down the game, mm -hmm. which baseball is already a slow-progressing game, which is the number one complaint from viewers that – I don't think it's necessarily something that would be super beneficial mm -hmm. to be able to review everything in that capacity. Yeah, yeah, I don't think that's necessary. It would slow down the game. The game, isn't it, like, how long do games last? A long time. How long is A long, long time. Average long Major long? League Baseball game. Three hours. Mm. An yeah, average nine terrible. innings of baseball is three hours. I mean, it's a lot, but yes. That's longer than movies. Uh, only depends on which movie. Did you see the Batman? I did see the Batman. I, that movie was fucking long. It was good though. I enjoyed it. Oh, I I enjoyed it, but I walked out of that theater exhausted. Like I don't. I usually walk out of theaters like super energized, pumped up. Oh yeah, I got a creative motivation, like inspiration, whatever. I was I was tired after that one. According to Major League Baseball Commissioner, the 2021 regular season game averaged three hours, 10 minutes, and seven seconds. <sighs> I mean, if you go there to hang out, I guess. I, I've i been to like two baseball games in my life, and I, we've never stayed the whole time. I remember specifically leaving early. Yeah. So there are sports that I like to fall asleep to, and baseball is kind of one of them. If you put it on the TV, it's like golf. Mm -hmm. It just kind of lulls you to sleep sometimes. Yeah. But there's also sometimes there's really exciting games. But I love going to a ballpark mm -hmm. and going to a baseball game because there's so much like nuance to do. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's like another reason to gather, but it's like beer. They've got all kinds of food. They've got like games and different stuff you can do around like the edges of the outfield and various stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. It's like it's like an experience. It's like if you go to like a carnival or something like that. Like going to a baseball game has that kind of feel. Mm -hmm. That's cool. So, and I'm I'm a big baseball guy because I love stats. I love paying attention to that stuff. Baseball was probably the sport I was the best at mm -hmm. of all the sports I've played. Uh, I used to be a pitcher and an outfielder. I played first base. I also caught, even though I'm a lefty in baseball. So, mm -hmm. but I I love baseball as much as like it gets looked down upon as far as the entertainment side of things. Like baseball has a learning curve, and it's something a lot of people find boring because it. It's slow moving. It is a rather slow moving game. It's not the most high scoring game, but like the odds of hitting a home run and when it happens is just tremendous because you have various pitching things that can happen, whether it's a fastball, curveball, all the different choices they have. And then the velocity and the amount of power you have to hit the ball and you have to hit it right on the button of the bat. Like if it hits like short, it's not going to get the same bounce. It's going to kind of deflect off and be like a little ground ball, whatever. But mm -hmm. you have to hit it on the right spot at the right moment 
with the right velocity and just knock it out of the park. Mm -hmm. Like the angles, everything has to just fit together. And personally, I don't like the current way baseball is played, which is like a home run or nothing, which is entertainment, right? Everybody loves seeing the home run. Mm -hmm. But really, you go back to like the big red machine days, which, by the way, we grew up in Cincinnati and Cincinnati Reds are the first Major League Baseball franchise ever. Hmm. We grew up where professional baseball started. Wow, I did not know that. Yeah. Suck it, everyone else. Ha <laughs> ha. Just before we were born, or even when we were little kids, was like the Pete Rose era, the big red machine with some of the best players to ever play the game. And uh-huh. the greatest thing about that, and this is the part where like baseball's lost its touch, in my opinion, is like they could go up and they would just choose whether they wanted to foul the ball off or hit it into fair play. Uh-huh. They were so good at being able to just, I don't like that pitch, I'm going to foul it off. Um, And it was just a team mentality. It wasn't necessarily about home runs. Yeah, they had home run hitters and and Johnny Bench and um, a bunch of other players that would often hit home runs. But the real nitty-gritty of it was they were able to just hit the ball into play and just keep scoring Hmm. because they'd get a person on first, a person on second, then a person would hit a single, the second person on second would score, the person on first would end up on third, you know, and they would just have this crazy run of tremendous scoring all at once. And that to me is more exciting than watching somebody hit a solo home run where they just hit it out of the park and then walk around the bases. Okay, that's fair. I definitely understand that. And so that's that's what I think is lacking in baseball now is that ability to just hit it and make a play and in series and in sequence which is what is required of it like it's so individual because you step to the plate by yourself against the pitcher and the catcher really you got to hit the ball into play away from defenders which there are there are nine of including the pitcher and the catcher Mm -hmm. and then once you reach base the person behind you then also has to do well individually to hit the ball to then allow you to advance bases to score unless you're so tremendously good you can steal every base, which nobody is. Even like the best base stealers in baseball now, like stealing second base is still like very difficult to do and they don't do it every time. Hmm. So like it requires a series of spectacular moments of beating the odds in a row to score one run. Yeah, I mean, aren't uh, I'm trying to process literally everything you threw at me because like there's a lot of information all at once. Uh, but yeah, I agree. Baseball strategy could come back and be good again <laughs> when you hit ball where you want to hit it when you want to hit it. To make play bigger than it was small. You're welcome, everybody at home. I'm here to dumb it down for you. (laughs) (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was... A kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive, or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side-by-side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. 
They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Where were we? <laughs> Teaching me about baseball. Okay, so you have your nine players. Sure. They play defensive positions between pitcher, catcher, and field outfield. Mm. Then you have your nine-player lineup, which is your batting order. Mm. And so the only way that you score runs is if a single player gets around all the bases and back to home plate. Okay. And that's how a run is scored. Right. And obviously, there are numerous ways to get on base. You can hit the ball. Mm -hmm. A single is if you hit the ball in play and get to first base. Mm -hmm. A double is if you hit the ball into play and get to second base. Mm -hmm. Triple is the same thing for third. A home run is you either hit it out of the park or there's an inside the park home run where you hit it in play. It stays in the park and you make it around all four bases. Oh, you can get hit by the ball. If that counts. If you get hit by the ball, as long as you're not stepping in in front of it or uh-huh. into the like into the strike zone or over the plate. Oh, right. That's that gets you on. I was thinking you were talking about like the hitter hits the ball and hits your teammate on second base. Oh, he's hits, out. Correct. I, he is out. He is out. Yeah. So if he's, he's not on the plate, if he's not on any of the bases, and you get hit by the ball on a hit, you're out. But not if someone like throws it at you. You can't throw it at people. But no. if they get hit, yeah. That seems a little... It's highly improbable, <laughs> but it's it's a unique nuance to baseball that has always existed. So okay. if you get hit by the ball and you're off the base, mm-hmm. you're out if you're a base runner. Which is weird because if the pitcher hits you with the ball, don't you get on a base? Correct. I guess it's like that's the defending team hitting you and the attacking team. Yeah. It's... Uh... So the batter will step up to the plate. The pitcher has three strikes and four balls to play with to try and get three strikes or to force them to hit it to their team to cause an out. Right. Or cause two outs. Say if a man on first, there's a double play where you want him to hit it to the shortstop or the Uh, second baseman, however you're set up, to where you then throw it to second and throw it to first before either player is able to touch the base. So you don't even need to tag the person. I know first base you have Those are force outs. The second base two also? Second base becomes a force out if it's not a steal. Uh-huh. If the ball's hit, because they are forced to vacate first base if the ball is hit and a player is obviously advancing to first. So there would be it would behoove the person on first to steal second so it, they're not forced out. Correct. Hey. There's a benefit to stealing second base so that you have first base open so that no matter where the player at the plate hits the ball, uh-huh. you're not forced to run. At what situation do you get where there's one person going between two bases and they're running back Talking and about forth? the pickle? Yeah. that's There's a name for it? Yeah. You're stuck in a pickle. Oh. That happens on poor base running. So what ends up happening, a lot of times you see somebody who starts taking off to steal second base or steal uh-huh. third uh-huh. before the pitcher throws the ball. Uh-huh. And if that happens, and the person hasn't made the motion to first they can step off the rubber and throw it to wherever they're going Mm -hmm. and that player it makes sense for them to be like oh i don't want to get out so i'm going to turn around and run the other way Uh you get stuck in a pickle so what do you do so you pull out your shiv (laughs) you you split it in twain so you got one in each hand and you start crab walking left and right trying to stab anyone who's going to get who first you with the ball or them with the shiv The idea is to force a mistake of them throwing the ball to another player either too early or too late. Uh, Um, More often than not, if you get stuck in a pickle, you're going to get out. you got to try to make them laugh. That's the real key. You bust out your book of jokes. You just fart. You just rip one. I'm sure they're used to it. (laughs) (laughs) 
So that that's a situation that can occur in baseball. Uh, can you reach down, pick up some dirt, and throw it in their no. eyes? Can you recruit one of your no. other players? You can can't you... run all the way into the outfield either. Why not? Because you have to stay within the baseline, otherwise you're out. Can you ascend like a god as lightning strikes you from above, eyes glowing with ethereal energy, and cast bolts of lightning down to either player and you then could, touch but you'd the base? Be out. Why? Or you'd be thrown in jail because you're a murderer. <laughs> Who's going to stop you? You're ascending, hovering 60 feet off the ground as ye mere mortals run and scream from your ominous power. Spider-Man stopped Electro. I'm sure he could stop you. I, it's not me. Anyway. <laughs> no. So back to real baseball. Baseball, yes. Uh, if you ever heard of, like, we were talking about double plays, and then you asked about the pickle. Uh-huh. Have you ever heard of 643 double play? Why would I have heard of that? Okay, so anytime in baseball they'll talk numbers, each position has an assigned number based on who has the ball in most occurrence. Okay. So the pitcher is number one. Okay. Catcher is number two. All right. First base is number three. Mm. Second base is number four. Mm. Third base is number five. Mm. Shortstop is number six. Mm-hmm. Then the number seven is left field. Eight is center field. Nine is right field. Right field can just take a nap. I just Not if you there. have a lefty at the plate. Flip the whole stadium. (laughs) (laughs) In Major League Baseball, your best hitter and worst fielder generally plays left field, Uh depending on your stadium. Right field is generally has to be a really good fielder because if a a right-handed player hits the ball, it tends to curve a lot. Mm -hmm. So they have to be able to read the curve really well Mm -hmm. to play right field. Center field is your general of the outfield. The general? Yes. They're in charge. If they say it's mine, they call off everybody. Okay. He is the guy. Uh, An equivalent is the quarterback of the outfield. He's usually one because he's able to see signals a lot easier into home plate. He's able to, he's usually your more athletic and faster guy. He's generally the one in the general of the outfield. Does he have a microphone in his helmet? No. Nobody in baseball has a microphone in Does their helmet. Does he have to snap the ball? It's to all him? signals. No, there's no snapping. Does he yell like blue 32 before? No. And is he really the quarterback? <laughs> <laughs> he's the guy who, who basically is the top dog. If he calls for the ball, they call, he can call anyone off. Okay. So if he says it's mine, it's his. All right. Everybody has to abide by his his word is He's law. He's the one that ascends 60 feet <laughs> off the ground, lightning from his ass. He's the one. I get it. Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> your most athletic infielders tend to be your shortstops mm-hmm. because they have to cover the most ground because they a lot of times if the third baseman's fielding a ball, they have to cover third. If the second baseman's fielding a ball, they have to cover second. So you're they're running the most distance. You'd think that everyone would be athletic. They're all very athletic. Mm-hmm. Generally, your least like quick, like speedy are your first base and your third base because they're generally your better hitters and they don't have to cover as much ground, mm-hmm. but they have to be quick twitch. Okay. So they have to like dive and and stuff really quickly because if the balls hit straight down the line Uh it's those are the hardest hit balls in baseball are the ones that are hit straight down the line why because physics when the bat comes around Uh and if you think about your your body physiology when you're coming around and turn with your hips that's how you're getting your full muscle mass behind and having the highest bat speed so when the ball hits that at the highest bat speed it's going to bounce off at a higher velocity uh-huh. and therefore it's shooting at a higher velocity towards those 
those areas. Oh, it's just a distance equation thing. It's like it's the shortest distance to you, so you have the least time to react. Correct. Right. It's not because the lines are painted white and the ball is white, so you you get confused. No. Right. Okay, I gotcha. It's just it's physics and distance. Okay. Okay, cool. So that's how that order is. Six four three double play would be the shortstop Short gets the ball. Stop. Throws it to the second baseman, Third, who's on second, second, and then he throws it to first, first, who's covering first. Six, four, three. Double play. Double play. What's There's a triple play? A, uh, that's if you get three outs. It's very unlikely, but it can happen. There's a bunch of different combinations that can occur. What's a hat trick? And That's a hockey term. Never mind. I retract <laughs> my question. <laughs> it's a hockey term for if you score three goals. At once? In one game. Oh. I thought it was like one of those special moves where you hit it real hard, it splits into three, and <laughs> like right into the goal. <laughs> no. Count to three! So baseball, you have your nine players on each team. American yeah, well, League yeah, has yeah, the designated. Yeah, I'm yeah. doing a recap. Well, you're recapping too much. You because said there I nine, can't keep track of where I am because you You said there were nine players like nine times. All right. Next, you're going to tell me there's nine innings. <laughs> there are nine innings. I know. So a baseball roster is made up of 26 men on the active roster. You can have a 27th if you're playing a double header. So if that's two games in one day. Why would you do that? Because <laughs> you got to try and fit in 162 games. You just said the game was long. Why would you do they two? They can't be long. They can't be quick. It's all predicated on how good the defense plays and how good the offense plays. What are all these other sports doing playing 20 games? Well, the thing about baseball that makes it unique uh-huh. is that you have a collection of so many different pitchers. You don't have one starting pitcher and you don't field the same nine players every game. Uh huh. In basketball, you pretty much have the same starting five. In football, you have the same starting 11. Uh-huh. In baseball, you don't. A pitcher rotates. So... They usually get three days rest at minimum. Uh-huh. So you have usually you have four starting pitchers at least on a team in a rotation throughout uh-huh. the season because baseball games are played one day, then the next day, then the next day. They're played in a series of three against the same team. Uh, and okay. so you have a different pitcher starting each of those games. But is there a demand for that many games? I, it's America's pastime. There is. They keep that. They always say that. I don't. No, is that true? It is. It's America's pastime. It used to be America's favorite sport before, like, American football existed. Mm -hmm. Um, All of those, like, American football is a newer sport compared to baseball. And baseball has always been, like, one of the longstanding, truly, like, uniquely the United States game. I don't even know what pastime means. I just say it at this point. That's I don't what, even that's know. That's what I'm saying. Everyone just says it. What does it mean? It's like a trademark slogan or something, you know? Yeah. But what does it mean? It's America's pastime. It's America's flamberbool. It's like it's the same thing. You're just making stuff up. Listen, but I everyone can't... goes like, ah, oh, yeah, America's pastime. I remember that. I don't know why they're a pirate, but you know. <laughs> yeah, so it's America's. Human. What was that, Captain? America's. Oh, okay. So on that 26 man roster, mm-hmm. you're limited to 13 pitchers. 13 pitchers? Why do you have 13 pitchers? Because you have your starting pitchers, you have your relief pitchers, you have your setup and your closing pitchers. And you're playing so many games in a row in baseball that you need that many because arms get tired, fatigue happens, and injuries happen. 13 pitchers? That's the most you can have. Yeah. And none of them have to hit. Only in the American League. In National League, every game they play, they have to hit. It's like, it's like the, the kicker in the special teams. Is there only one kicker? Well, football? there's a kicker and punter in football. They're two different people. Oh, come on now. No, they are. Come on now. No, you're, yeah, because yeah, your punter ah. is usually holding for the field goal kick in football. What? 
Yeah, and the reason they do that is because those two players generally go off on their own in practice, and that way they can practice without them and the long snapper. They can practice while the rest of the other team practices their stuff. Anyway, back to baseball. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, back to baseball. Major League Baseball rosters are 26 men, Uh limited to 13 pitchers. Mm -hmm. Everything else is basically whatever you need. So you want to have multiple infielders, Mm -hmm. utility infielders that can play multiple positions, not just first base, second base, whatever. And then you have multiple outfielders. And the reason for that is fatigue, injuries, all of the above. Okay. And that's baseball? For the most part, that's how the rosters work. Is it summary time? Yeah, okay. All right. So the lights go out. Suddenly, the pitcher's mound opens up, and I ascend, levitating 60 feet off the ground, lightning shooting from my fingertips. And I summon the raining hailstorm of balls to come down. They embed themselves in the ground, and from them sprouts the team of players a new... <laughs> he's giving me a look, and I don't like the look he's giving me, guys. I think I'm in trouble. Keep going. And then they sprout 13 pitchers. Boom! Burst forth from the earth, and they go to their designated pitcher's pen. Bullpen. Bullpen. <laughs> and then the other scuzz players who no one cares about just randomly go to their bases, of which there are five. One secret hidden beneath the earth of the pitch's mound. There's a left field, a center field, a right field, and then first, second, third base, catcher, pitcher, and the shortest man bees the stop. <laughs> just Ethan over there. <laughs> Hey, Ethan is perfectly reasonable height. As someone who is only an inch taller than Ethan, <laughs> Ethan is a very reasonable Wait, height. is Ethan taller than uh, than Jack, than Sean? No. It's like it's like the difference of half an inch. It's it's like Ethan, then half an inch Sean, and then half an inch taller than I is me. <laughs> so it's, and none of us are short. So you shut uh, up. Uh-huh. You shut up. You shut up. <laughs> I'm explaining baseball. <laughs> okay, Don't interrupt me. Randomly, people from the audience are selected to be umpires. They don their umpire garb. That's not how umpires are chosen. They, that's, that's a job. People are actually umpires. Don't job. lie to the people listening at home. <laughs> I'm zapping you with a lightning. We'll put in sound effects of this. All right, let me give a real summary. So you have two teams. Yeah. 26 players. 27 if they're doing a double game, which sounds like not enough to add for another game in a day. On each team. On each team. Yep, 27 each team. 13 of them could be pitchers. They could have less than 13 pitchers. Do they almost always have 13 pitchers? Generally, most teams like to keep the max amount of pitchers just because of injuries and fatigue and stuff like that. Right. Okay. You have four bases. The mythical fifth base doesn't exist, but it could. It's called the rubber on the pitcher's mound. Mm -hmm. Three people in the outfield, left, center, right, first, second, third base, shortstop, pitcher, catcher, and then one hitter from the other team per go, I guess. Per out? Per out, they call it? Per out, yeah. Okay. Do they do a coin flip? No, it's based on who's home, who's away. So whoever's hosting Mm -hmm. is defending the top half and batting the bottom half. Right. There's nine innings. There's a top half, bottom half for 
which team is going. They go once per inning. They stretch in the seventh inning. Do the players stretch too? Does everybody stretch? It's it's just an uh, audience thing. Do you it's, have to stretch? No. If you, if you don't stretch, are you taken no. out back and shot? No. They usually just sing "Take Me Out to the Ball Game." Or you put in the stretcher and they crank the big no. wheel and you get stretched out. It's just a little bit of a longer time between the top half and the bottom half of the inning. Okay. To where the audience is able to like get food and snacks and All stuff right. like that. It's really a marketing ploy for ballpark sales. Excellent. Love that. So the pitcher has the ball. He pitches it, throws it towards home plate. Yep. Batter tries to swing it. Strike zone. Nips to knees. And the umpire is sole discretion of what the strike zone is. Correct. Home plate width. Nip home knee plate height. Width. Yep. Catcher must catch. Uh, ball outside. Strike inside if swing and no hit. Correct. Or if no swing, still go in strike zone. Strike. strike. If he hit outfield, it's foul. Outside or, of the uh, foul lines. Uh, yeah, out of the foul lines is foul. If he hits and it goes up in the air and someone catches it, they're out. Yep. If he hit, go hit the ground. He runs to first base, but the ball gets there before him. He out. If he gets there before the ball does, he's good. Yep. Second batter comes up. Wham. Ground, but catch. Second base first, ball go, then first before either of them get there. Double. Double play. play. Yep. Two outs. Correct. Could be triple th- triple play. There Could have be, there, there, there have ha- been triple plays. Okay, in the there have been triple plays. Has it been a quadruple play? No, because you only need three outs to end the inning. Why would you need to get a fourth? Just to say you did it. No, there what's, has what's never stopping been. Them? There's never been a quadruple play. No, someone should do that. Because there's three outs. You don't you don't get four outs. But, what, but I could see a situation where there's four people going right. If, you, if the bases are probably. loaded, you get them out at home, third, second. Why wouldn't you close it? Why wouldn't you just try? Considering how hard it is to get a triple play, the statistical feasibility of that is minuscule. Uh, could happen anyway not important three outs oh sorry four balls you walk if you get hit you walk if you hit it and hit your own team they are out yep but or you're still in play. you're still in play three outs you switch innings no you uh go bottom correct you switch top and bottom switch offense defense offense defense they change out you only can score if you get all the way around back to home plate Yep. You could have a home run outside the stadium. You could have an in-stadium home run if you hit it and you get all the way around before they get it back to you. And... <laughs> to designate you, any player that touches home plate is considered a run. Right. So, like, if the person in front of you hit a double and then you hit a single and they made it to home, that's a that's a run. And that's baseball. Yeah. Is there something else? You're looking at me like there's something I'm missing. I mean, I can get into the nuances of the catcher designating which pitch. So a big nuance in baseball is signals. The oh, catcher okay. signals the pitcher what pitch he wants to do. So if he puts down one finger, that's generally fastball. He'll tap like one side of his leg and stuff like that to like inside, outside, down. Like there's a bunch of weird different things they do to signal that. Why does the catcher get to call that? It's because the catcher generally knows the lineup really well. Uh, um, the catcher can get signals from the bench, from the um, the manager, easier uh, than the pitcher can. Right. So the catcher signals to the pitcher what pitch he wants, and the pitcher has the ability to say, no, I don't want to throw that pitch. Uh, so if you see a pitcher shaking his head no, mm-hmm. that means he's like, no, give me another signal. Because mm. um, they have to agree. Correct. So the catcher knows where the ball is going because he has to know. So that he can set up in the right spot and be right. able to defend so the ball doesn't get past him, uh, especially if a player's on base because if it gets past him, then they can just run free and steal right, bases. Right. Okay. And so they work together, strategize what pitch and where, what location to throw it to try and best get either the batter to swing 
and miss or to hit the strike zone and have the, the batter not hit the ball period and get strikes and just get them out. There's also situational playing where they want to pitch it to a certain area so that the batter hits the ball to a particular part of the field uh. to set up for double plays. They also will pitch certain ways to try and get a ground ball versus a line drive versus a fly ball, depending on what they're looking for for best opportunity for an out. Oh, there's a lot of strategic nuance between the pitcher and the catcher. I thought as well as the infield throw and try to hit. No, I mean, there's like curveballs, there's changeups, there's knuckleballs, there's two different types of fastballs, there's a cutter. There's two different types of fastball. There's a two seam and a four seam fastball. What does that mean? It's all based on how you grip the ball. What whether does it you do? whether you touch two seams or four seams. What does it, what does it do? They just have different movement. I thought fastball was just straight. It's the straightest pitch you throw, but they have different nuances of movement and how they work. Which one's the one that's like? The ball, the knuckleball, where it's just... Why does it do that? Because it doesn't have any spin on it. How do you throw something with no spin? It's like shot put. The knuckleball is an extremely difficult ball to throw. But the idea is to get as little spin on the the ball as possible. A curveball has a specific spin on it to where it will cause the the friction of the air to curve. Uh A slider is a curveball that also drops. What? A sinker is a ball that just drops. there's a floater as well as that like goes up. It's not really called a floater. It's called a rise, rising fastball. It's all about the spin. Magic. It's all about how you spin the ball. Okay, why do I've heard of players like or pitchers having like Vaseline under their hat? What does that do? So if you mess with the ball's surface, uh-huh. you are able to create different levels of aerodynamics uh-huh. to where you can get a greater cut of the ball. Uh-huh. So based on how you spin it, as well as the friction of the ball, uh-huh. that was something they would do is like rub a ball to the point to where it's rougher. It catches more air that way. So then it's able to cut and curve more. Curve more. Okay. Can you spit on it? No. Can you pee on it? No. Can you shit on it? No. What if you throw it and then blow air behind it as it's going to give it more speed? You can do that, but it won't work. What if you throw it and then flap your arms towards it? You can do it, but it won't work. What if you throw it and put a leaf blower behind it? And that might work depending on the power of the leaf blower. Okay, but cool. You won't have a leaf blower on the field. Why not? Because that's illegal. We should make it legal. No. Okay. What if you kick it? No. Why not? It's not going to count as a pitch. You have your to leg's it. stronger than your arm. What if you had a surgery that put your leg where your arm is? Probably not uh, ethical surgery. What if you put it in your mouth and then... Illegal. You have to throw it. What if you granny shot it? Not clear. What if you volleyball serve it? Like, throw it up with one hand and smack it with the other? Unclear. <laughs> Does you're not like, compute. Like, yeah, I was just about to say, you're like a computer right now. You just can't process my stupidity at the moment. <laughs> is it true that pitchers' right arms, if they're right arm dominant, is longer than their left? I don't know if it's like, I mean, as human beings, proportionality, we have minuscule differences between length no, and stuff like that. No, but I mean, like from that. throwing. I've, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised. True. I wouldn't be surprised if there was some level of that to it because of how much it's like just pulling and, and pulling, how yeah. much you work at it. But uh, more often than not, they're going to be proportional from working out. Like okay. there's distinctions and movements on, on how to throw. There's uh, different ways to throw. Yeah. There's a three quarters release. There's an overhead release. There's a submarine throw. There's all kinds of different ways to do you think if I was put in like a turbine with my arms out straight to my sides and spun really fast and they put me in there for long enough, my limbs might grow stronger longer? I don't think they would grow. You might get parts of your body pulled further out of their sockets. Yeah, but I mean, this is a stretch over time. This is a thing. It's like putting gauges in your ears, right? Yeah, that doesn't work the same with bones. <gasps> what do you know? Do you, can you say that for a fact? I can't say it for a fact. Yeah. 
Might as well be true. Then. <laughs> <laughs> all right, sorry. Baseball. I, we pretty much covered it. Oh, okay. All right, good. Well, good luck with cutting that down. Yeah, because we'll, it went all over the place. Just like uh, a knuckleball would if you threw it real good. What if you rub dirt on it? You can't do that. How do they know? They pay attention to that stuff. I mean, there's a level in which some pit players will do that and cover the whole ball in it. Like beforehand, mm. they like a dirtier ball. But more often than not, the craziest thing is if the ball hits the dirt, uh, they switch out that ball. Oh, because the would be rougher. Yeah. Major uh-huh. League Baseball goes through so many balls per game because if that ball hits the turf or does something different, they it switch might, it. it they give grow, them a new it one. It might grow a player because as soon as it touches dirt, <laughs> it starts sprouting. You're right. It might grow a player. No, it might be scuffed to the point where it have more what cut if, and spin. What if you, the catcher's mitt, when it hits it, it was like a like a little pump action and it squirted some lube on it and when he threw it back it was all luby i mean the umpires touched that ball enough and players touched that ball enough they'd notice it's just a particularly luby day <laughs> <laughs> well there's been numerous nuances because that was a big thing this last mm. season was how many pitchers got ejected and fined and all this other stuff because mm. they were thought to be tampering with the ball which is right. very prominent apparently and the thing is how can you really tell mm. Because, like, it could literally be they're just sweating. Yeah, it could be, I guess. Or they're just rubbing the ball as they're, like, putting it in their mitt. Like, there's a certain level where you have to just be, like, you got to just let them play. Yeah, exactly, right? Because that, that makes total sense. Like, you're holding with your hand. Your hand's going to sweat. It's hot out. Your hand's touching dirt, whatever. At the end of the day, it's just a ball. Well, the biggest reason is pine tar. Pine tar? So they use pine tar with the wooden bats to have a grip. Oh. So the biggest thing is... That pine tar, if you've ever dealt with pine tar, does not come off easily. Mm. And it's not like they wash hands between every inning. Right, right. So if that pitcher just bat, he probably has pine tar in his hand unintentionally. Mm. And it, the thing is, they did a, there's a recent sports science thing that just pine tar in and of itself, you can change the ball. You just rub it combined with sweat and stuff. Your hand is sticky and it's going to affect how you throw the ball. And that stickiness is going to rub off on the ball. And when something sticky is on the ball, it creates that again, friction through Uh the air to where it's going to have more cut. But it's unavoidable. If you're allowing pine tar for batting, it's going to get on pitchers' hands, especially in the uh, National League where pitchers have to hit. Uh So the only way to solve that is to remove pine tar from the game. But then there's plenty of players that will complain about that because they lose their ability to have a stronger grip on the bat. But I mean, as technology goes, like we don't really need pine tar anymore. But there's a level of like it's a traditional like thing. It's a tradition, yeah. So many people are used to it that they can't help it. Do you think that the legend of the fifth base is kind of like the sword in the stone? And if the right person stands on the rubber, they will ascend 60 feet into the air with lightning shooting out of their eyes, the power of the gods coursing through them, eternal youth, and more. And with that, we're going to end this Baseball Primer episode as Mark continues to fascinate himself with a hidden fifth base that does not exist. It's real. The fifth base and the fourth quadruple play is real. Anyway, go and check out Mark over on his YouTube channel. (laughs) Check me out on wherever I am on social media. I'm Tyler, uh, Apocalypse underscore 12. And make sure and follow and subscribe this podcast anywhere and everywhere you listen to it, including the YouTube channel if it's up by now. We'll figure that out eventually. Yeah, in case you didn't pick it up from that, we are making that. Yes. Mark, any last words other Uh, than the fifth base? Just thank you all so much for your support and believing in me and the fifth base. The truth is out there. Yeah. I wish you the best in your search. Yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed uh, learning a little bit about baseball. It's really a simple game, so it's not. We much thought to get this into was going to be a short episode. <laughs> yeah, and then it really <laughs> ran on and on. <laughs>
Anyway, thank you for listening. Uh, I guess we're done here. Yeah, I, I don't have anything else to say. Go find that fifth base. Good luck. Please don't destroy baseball fields everywhere. You'll know when you find it because you will ascend 60 feet into the air. Lightning will course you from head to toe. Nips to knees. The strike zone will be illuminated on your chest. All will cower before the power. I'm going to... Tyler's going to kill me. All right, bye.